0: United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short term plans at uh1.com. Today's podcast is sponsored by Spry Therapeutics, products that have been using and loving for the last few years. Using innovative technologies, Spry pillows are the first and only truly clean pillow. Using patented Pure filter technology, the Spry Pure Pillow blocks viruses, including coronavirus, bacteria, sweat, allergens, and more from hiding in your pillow. Perfect for asthma or allergy sufferers, those with weakened immune systems, or those like me who just want a clean sleeping environment. Sleep well and clean with Spry. Use code LITFRIEND to receive a 20% discount. Today's motivation is lessons from nature. I love this quote that I read recently that I've read before, but it made me really ponder what we can learn from nature. And the quote is nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. Lao cha. So I made an acronym to help us all think about ways we can learn from nature. Of course, it is the acronym for nature, and it starts within noticing. How do we notice more, pay more attention? We're in such a hurry in our life. We think of this time that we have on earth as very linear and we have to get from point A to point B to point C. And when we don't do it in the time that we want to, it feels like we're not accomplishing. We're not getting success or we're not achieving. And a lot of it is our inability or the lack of practice we sometimes have in just paying attention and noticing, noticing our surroundings, noticing our tendencies, how we might push and pull to get what we want. Whereas nature always seems to just notice and fine tune in small amounts, whether it's You know, here in New Jersey, it'll become spring like sometimes in February. And I'll see the buds on trees right outside my window, and they will begin to want to bloom because they've noticed the change in the temperature. And I think, oh, I hope they're going to be okay. And then, you know, the temperature dips again and they contract. So they're paying attention to the surroundings, they're getting the messaging. And sometimes in our endeavors, we tune out everything and become like go down a rabbit hole, you know, whether it's in work or in life or with a problem, trying to come up with a solution, we get very one tracked. And so if we can be more like nature and notice and fine tune and going out in nature does that, we feel the calming sense. Of presence by just taking a walk in the woods is because we're surrounded with this serenity, of this, as he mentions in the quote, of this not being in a hurry. Not everything is going to get accomplished, but there's not a a frenzy about it. And if we notice perhaps our own tendencies, our behavioral patterns, our reactions when people or situations aren't responding in the way we would like them to. We can be more like nature and fine tune to that and create that grounded calmness that nature gives to us. We could actually create that in our own internal ecosystem, but in our energy source around us. So notice how you can notice more, how you can pay more attention. A- A word I love, I use a lot in my teaching is adaptability. Such a great word. Don't we all want to be more adaptable? It's like having like tenacity and not being fragile. And nature is very adaptable. If we look at the changes in the seasons, if we look at all that, and nature is always trying to find that balance. It's man that that disturbs nature's balance. When I moved here 25 years ago in New Jersey, I had never really seen deer a lot in North Carolina. Even though they're there, They there was just more land for them to be in. But New Jersey is a much more concentrated, densely populated state. And so all of a sudden I started seeing deer You know, in neighborhoods, on streets, of course, in the woods. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. And yet it's not really that amazing in some ways because we've taken over the land that the deer were just roaming in freely. And of course, the predators that hunted the deer and kept the populations imbalanced are not around either. They've been pushed out over many, many years. And one of the solutions that New Jersey, along with other states, came up with was to have this culling program. And culling is just kind of a nice word for killing. You're killing the deer because they are in the way. You know, they're they're the problem. They're creating traffic accidents. They're eating gardens on and on and on. So you know the response was to kill them. And they had been doing that. You know, they hired this outside company to come in and cull in many ways, uh, not just by shooting, but by uh, dropping these nets and then coming in and and sh- and killing them at point point range. It's just it was really a really horrible thing to learn about. And I went to town meetings about it. And it was just this fight with nature. You know, this was the solution instead of thinking like some other areas in the world coming up with like how you would do birth control and, and so that there wouldn't be as many deer. But the thing is they would kill the deer, but then the deer would come back because that's how nature operates. It's always striving to create this balance. And so we humans kind of wreck that balance and it not just with, you know, the animal and human relationship, but in our own lives. We really, we overwork and underplay. I think that's a big one. We don't take time to just be, to just feel, but kind of rub down the feeling or block it. And so adaptability is easy for us to practice if we have the willingness, how we can be more adaptable to living with other people, with other beings, with living with nature and not you know, destroying it. So adaptability is our own responsibility within our life, within our house, our living, our dwelling, our behavior, to be adaptable, to not be the one that's overruling everything, you know, taking charge and running running things to the ground. And that ability to be patient, that we're not stressing out over something being done or something happening, but instead trying to be adaptable and to be able to change. You know, so for instance, one of the things they did was they asked people to slow down when they're driving at night, pay attention. They put little lights on the sides of the roads that would reflect into the car lights so that the deer would have more of a chance of not running into the road. I mean, that's a very minor, minor change that takes some money from the township. And that takes some awareness from the people. And of course, accidents happen, but it's like we need to be adaptable. And that's just a small example. We need to be adaptable in a lot of ways to make things more balanced for ourselves and others around us. T, timing. Timing and consistency. When we practice living with this determination to to be present, to be adaptable, to be content and not rush, we become more consistent. And less random. We become more patient and less hurried. We become calmer and less chaotic. The timing, too, I remember reading a book about taking kind of reframing time. Again, that it's not linear, but there's cycles to it. So if you're in a cycle where you're feeling unproductive, where you're feeling down, low energy, know that it's you're you're not gonna stay there. And that's where the consistency and practicing living having the tools that can help you when to bounce back a little bit quicker when you are feeling low when you are feeling uninspired when you're feeling deflated and that could be just from being unhappy or it could be from not accomplishing things often those go hand in hand not having the things you think you need and also just reflecting on what it is so all of this the timing in your life how are you how are you spacing that out like if you are having a low day, let yourself have that, and don't feel like you're losing out by allowing yourself to f- those feelings to come up and to sit with that, and then know with having your practices in place, whether it's a movement practice, meditation, tools of reaching out to other people and telling them how you're feeling. all those are kind of elements of timing and being consistent so that we can live in this state of calmness, like nature, you know, not rushing, not rushing and not being frustrated when things don't go our way, because inevitably they aren't. You, understanding that we are a small speck. I mean, really, we're such a small speck, not only in the the framework of history, but even on the earth, you know, we are small specks. And that can be humbling. And I think it's important. And that's why going out in nature can be so humbling because we're we are we're so small in so many ways, and yet we matter in the collective. And if you look at nature, for examples of that, we see how all these different elements in nature work together and rely on each other. And even if the individual, like a bee, for instance, might seem small, but flowers rely on the bees and they work together. You know, the bees spread the pollen and they rely on each other. Um, shade trees and fauna work together, all of these elements. And again, when we try and balance out living with animals and humans and not, and we haven't done a really good job of this as humans, but it's never too late. So we can recognize on the one hand with great humility, how small we are. And that doesn't mean we're insignificant, but it means that we aren't, you know, the center of the universe by any means but we are part of the wheel. We are part of the collective energy. And so we matter. And even when we feel less relevant, come back to that, come back to that feeling of, and that's when again, you go in nature and all of a sudden you can feel, ah, you can feel it, the source energy around us, that nature, light, aliveness of plants, all being part of this world. Are, radiate, don't race. Even in the harshest winters, think about it. A plant could shrivel and die very easily because of the harshness. But because it's adapted, it survives and then later will bloom. And if we look at that as a great example of how we can be as well, in these moments where we feel that there's just a heavy harshness around us, if we continue to be strength, to continue to have our practices in place, to continue to be part of this collective, we're not going to shrivel. We will survive and we will bloom, but we can do it just in the right time. We don't have to push it. Again, just like he says, nature doesn't hurry yet everything is accomplished. So recognizing that radiating, but not racing, we want to radiate that energy. That energy from ourselves, that energy toward others, that energy toward the collective. So how in your life can you better project energy when you're feeling a little bit diminished instead of worrying and being frantic about getting something done? How can you be like nature and have these lulls maybe of creativity or productivity or whatever it is where you might think you're dormant, but you're just storing it until you can bloom. And then the final is E, enjoy, enjoy the process, enjoy this, the process of life that there, it is cyclical, just like nature, there's seasons, there's seasons of life. And wouldn't it be boring if we just, you know, had our everything lined up and we did this and checked the box and got it done and went to the next thing, that's not exactly how life is set up. So that feeling of adaptability to be able to bear the seasons with grace and with tenacity and to know that, you know, we too will get things accomplished, but we don't have to hurry to get it done. If we hold the line, so to speak, if we know that our center is strong, that we can be adaptable and that we also can learn from nature can return and learn from nature over and over again how to be present how to notice how to pay attention and then that becomes we become nature we become more cyclical we hit those bumps we hit those low points and we know you know what this is just a stage and i too will come out of it i too will i too will survive so let's all learn from nature how to be robust, how to be adaptable, how to not be in a hurry. I think it's this last year during the pandemic has kind of forced that upon us in many ways. And some of us have adapted better than others, uh, but it is, and some of us are, you know, some people are really struggling with getting the basic needs met of security. So don't fret, know that we are where we need to be and there's a struggle happening, reach out, work as a collaborative team. Know that again, just like the bees and the flowers work together and humans work with animals, the soil works with the elements, the rain, the wind, all of it. You too can reach out for help from anybody who needs it, including myself. So let's spend more time in nature and learn more from nature. And so that our time here on earth can be productive, but patient. And that it can be work for ourselves and work for others. So that we're all lifting and elevating this thing called life. I hope this helped you today. Stay motivated, my friends. And as always, I'm pulling for you.